0: Jason's alive. He killed my friend, now he's coming to me. He's got a death curse. Jason's a legend. I'm Mrs. Warriors, an old friend of the Christie's. Jason belongs in hell. You're dreaming you stay here. Never come back again. You see, Jason was my son, and today is his
1: birthday. And welcome to another episode of Camp Blood Radio. I am your host, Nathan Barker, and joining me at camp tonight, the drunk uncle, Kent Mullins. Hey, what's up, guys? And also joining us at Camp Crystal 8 tonight is the man responsible for creating the Dead White that we talked about with Joe Gallo a couple weeks ago. And Joe basically told us that this guest was kind of like a package deal. So I said, okay, sure, no problem. Even though he's already on my list anyway, Joe. But we got him on just a little bit sooner because we got some really cool shit to talk about. So without any delays, I would like to welcome Topher Westcott from a new kind of fear. Thanks for joining us, man. Oh, thank you for having me, man. So uh we got some we got some cool shit to talk about and we'll get to that real, real soon. Um because I some stuff that I want to hear about too that I kind of thought was going to be in the works anyway. And I'll tell you why, when we get to that, but uh-huh. before we talk about our, our special information since it hasn't technically been announced yet, right. I mean, not that I've seen.
0: Um, The new one today. The, the, yeah. The one that we just uh, talked no. about earlier. Not yet. Not yet. Um, yeah. I was, I was going to, well, we're everyone's going to make a post today, but I mean, we can go ahead and talk about it. He said, it's good to go.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, before we before we kick that off, obviously, you run your own business, a new kind of fear, you got various Friday the 13th projects um, and products that you offer, and uh, some stuff with some of the other films, too, which we will talk about all that later, of course, but so mainly, it seems like you focus on Friday the 13th. So why Friday?
0: Uh, It's always been my favorite. Uh, Jason, always, always my number one. Man, uh, it's just a beast. <laughs> this quiet stalking, just monster. Yeah.
1: One of these days, I'm I'm hoping, and I'm just I guess I'm gonna give away the response. But someday, I'm I'm waiting for someone to say, instead of like saying what you just said, they'd say, "How about uh, the typical Jason response?" Because it's like all of us give the same thing. Like if they just <laughs> if they just would say. Well, if you listen to any of the prior episodes, the same thing that everybody else says, because that's that's what I would say too. I mean, we all kind of put it in a blanket response of, "Well, Jason's just a badass," you know what
2: I mean? So for me, it's nostalgia.
1: Yeah, I can see that with some people, but I mean, you know, most people are going to respond about just Jason being a badass and slashing people and the typical uh, things that we see in the films. But no, I, that nostalgia is mentioned too. I've had a lot of people say that too.
0: Yeah, that I actually. One of the earliest memories of you know my parents, hey, you can't can't be in the room. We're watching this. It it was a Friday the thirteenth. Yeah. Uh, So eventually, you know, ended up watching it. But my birthday is the thirteenth, so it's always been that kind of collation.
1: Yeah, and that it depends on age with people, and obviously the younger people uh, will have different responses than some of the older people. And uh, I've said this before, like talking to my aunts and uncles and my parents and stuff like they're not movie uh they're not really much into movies anyway but they're like yeah we didn't give a fuck about friday the 13th in the 80s when they were in the theaters or nightmare on elm street or any of that crap they're like we were out doing the things that the kids in the movies were doing we didn't have time to be at the theaters we're out partying and getting fucked up so it's like oh okay so yeah so basically typical friday response i get it and um what basically with that in mind What got you started, uh, I guess, in the beginning to lead you to where you're at now? Uh, Let's talk about some of your products and kind of how everything got developed.
0: Well, um, I, we moved into a new place and was, you know, I had some space and I was like, man, I really, I've always wanted, I've always wanted a, a collection. I've always wanted like a hockey, like a legit hockey mask. So, you know, not knowing I pulled up Amazon and got the first one that popped up and it came and I was so excited. And then I got into like a lot of the Facebook groups. It was like, man, this mask looks nothing like, <laughs> nothing like a replica. So I ended up, uh, purchasing a part three, part three is one of my favorites from the original series. I mean, it's the first time you see the hockey mask. So, um, uh, I ended up getting, uh, replica part three, and it was like, it just fell in love with it. Who did so, you pick that up, uh, I'd rather not say. <laughs> I, don't, I think there's an idea where
2: this conversation is headed.
0: Yeah, I, I mean. Can we get
1: one guess? Can we get one guess? If we I I'll right tell you, you? It, it,
0: was, it was Tim, it was Tim Jones, you know. Um, oh, okay. 13, I can't remember. That right was now, not going to be my guess. <laughs> it wasn't going to no, be my guess. At the time, he was he was banging him out, man. Um, And it's just, I don't I don't want to say you know a lot of bad stuff about him. It's just we don't really talk anymore. But, um, yeah. And then I ended up getting a remake off of him that was just, it was garbage. So I was like, oh, I'm gonna try to repaint it. So that kind of threw me into the painting the Hawks, and then I uh, got in contact with Tony uh, Tony Jarvis, and was like, yeah. I'm, you know any tips or pointers and he ended up teaching me over facebook messenger all of his like well not all of them but enough to get me on my feet with how to paint so i uh painted a couple hawks for my personal collection and and then i was just like man i I really there's a lot of people painting hockey masks so what can i do so I, you know, just happened to look over, I was like, want oh, to paint my controller, my Xbox controller. So um, I, I, you know, I did some search and not a lot of Friday the 13th themed controllers out there that actually replicate how the mass looks. A lot of them just are, you know, white with some red chevrons and some blood splatter. It's like they don't even have the correct shape or anything. So... <laughs> I was like, yeah, that's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna take what Tony taught me how to paint a mask, apply it to a controller, see how that goes. And it kind of just took off from there.
1: Well, that's funny you mentioned the controllers because that's when I first started to notice your work. And I'm trying to think about how long ago that was. And then I don't think it, I don't know if at that time you had a new kind of fear attached to you yet, or if that was something that came along later, but I noticed that. And then I, I, uh, I seen that you had shirts on, uh, on com also. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I,
0: that the shirts was like, I started, I, I was going to make them myself cause it's very hard to find fat kid size and, you know, horror themed shirts that fit me. So I was just like, oh, I'll make them myself. <laughs> so then I designed a couple and was like, well, it takes too long to make. So I'll just throw them up on teepublic. Why not? Yeah.
1: So the name, a new kind of fear, where did that generate from?
0: Oh, <laughs> that it's from it's um, Hey Man, Night nice Shot by Filter, the um, second verse where he's like, Now that the smoke's gone and the air is all clear, those who are still there have a new kind of fear. Okay, yeah, this is one of my one of my favorite lines in that song. Just, oh,
1: fair enough. Yeah,
0: and I, I, it. I actually that was my gamer tag for like the longest time, uh, back when you know the halo days. When, and I was just like I love that that phrase a new kind of fear um, so whenever I started making I made an SE page for my controllers I was like what can I call it and I was just like eh, I'll just have everything the same so new kind of fear
1: yeah so it sounds like you're kind of kind of like Kent here Kent says he's a self-taught artist and that kind of I know you said you mentioned that you had help and tips and pointers and stuff from other people, but you can only do so much obviously over messenger. You just got to do trial and error while you're in the garage or in your shop or where, wherever it is that you're painting. So I'm sure Kent can probably relate as far as being self-taught.
2: Yeah. And if you don't have any kind of natural talent, then you're just wasting your time anyway. <laughs> because, <laughs> I mean, I always tell people <clears throat> with sculpting, I always say, well, everybody can sculpt. It's just a matter of pushing the clay around until, It lands in the right space. It's just about patience, but that's really not true. Uh, (laughs) Because I've got friends that could push clay around for, they could have 25 lifetimes and push it around for the next 300 years and it'll never end up in the right space. So, yeah, a mixture of uh, looking stuff up on YouTube, having friends message you and tell you, hey, this looks like dog shit. Uh, This is what you're doing wrong. I remember the first time I tried to sculpt something was in water based clay, a pinhead. And then I left and came back the next day and it had cracked into a million pieces. So uh, I'm sure Topher, you probably wasted a lot of money and time in the beginning fucking things up and, and doing things wrong and learning the hard way like I did. Not wow. really. What? <laughs> That's how I learned. I learned about it. time and money.
0: A lot of wasted yeah. money. I I got, I don't know, I guess I got lucky. I, it's funny because like the the painting the hockey mats for myself and then switching to the controllers, the controllers were great. Like I could bang them out in a couple of days and I was looking for something that I could like, just take my time and, and do. And me and my wife were watching uh, face off. Um, we were big fans of that show and I was just like, you know what, I want to try sculpting a latex mask. So I bought kit off of uh, monster makers It came and I was just like, I might as well start my favorite part three. Um, uh, there was a lot of a lot of masks out there that just looked off to me personally so i wanted to try my hand at it and that was my first mask that i made and <laughs> yeah it, there's a lot of trial and error on the sculpting um but um brandon brandon murphy gave me a lot of good advice i, I bugged him a lot and his best piece of advice was just reference like if you don't have a good reference to look at it's not gonna look right so once my my first initial part of that sculpt was very mike tyson looking <laughs> uh then i went and i printed out some big eight by tens uh reference photos of uh richard and once i did that it, it really started to come together but I mean, I, I almost, the mold, I had some issues with making the mold for the first time, but I salvaged it. But like I said, I got lucky on, on my first one. And then everything after that's just been, you know, progressively getting better and better.
1: We'll I'm see. A, so, can how much money did you waste then? Or can we not really talk about that? Because he, no, he sounds like a, he hit a home run right out of the park, right, yeah, at, right at the hit first a home swing. Run
2: right out of the park. <laughs> I, I fucking probably wasted, oh, God, if I had to add it up. If you take into account ultracal, and then when I was learning to make silicone masks and how to make silicone mask molds, and then you are learning how to make, uh, you know, molds for resin casting. So you got silicone jack or silicone, uh, K, uh, inside with a with like a fiberglass or resin outside shell. If you take in all the materials I've wasted, I, I'm not kidding. It's probably in the thousands of dollars. That's yeah. I was gonna guess what,
1: over a thousand easy. Uh, that should be cheap. Easy. Oh
0: wow.
2: Yeah. Man, I'm looking at this uh this part three right now that you sculpted. Uh and this is your first sculpt, correct? Yes. Yeah, uh fucking unbelievable, man. <laughs> Thank I, you. <laughs> I, I, that to be your first sculpture is, is is insane to me.
1: I think the first thing I ever sculpted was a uh, an ashtray. <laughs> and it looked like
2: uh it looked like a dog turd. The first it thing I ever like sculpted was right? probably like like a dick in third grade in the arts class. <laughs> <laughs>
1: you didn't even really have to try to sculpt it. That comes natural to yeah, you because you're a chronic masturbator, remember? Yeah, so,
2: <laughs> yeah it, just, it just happened. My hands just go there, you know, I can't <laughs> <laughs> reference
1: is you key. Know, like uh, you know, like in the movie, um, in the fucking movie Superbad, when he's drawing all the dicks. And that's, all the that best
2: was, foods are dick shaped. Are they're all <laughs> dick shaped? That was that
1: was Kent in junior high, just sitting there drawing dicks all all day long.
2: Exactly. Yeah. Dick veiny triumphant bastard. Yep. Uh,
1: but but did your dick fall off your desk and hit anyone? That's the question.
2: Uh I, I probably uh put it in the kiln and and had fun throwing it at my friends who who weren't really my friends. They were. Just, I was just the kid that sat next to them in class, but I thought they were my friends right exactly uh,
1: <laughs> Just the, the, you were the kid that you thought they were your friends but they're like who's this fucking little weird dude breathing real heavy drawing dicks all day
2: i you know that was the late 90s like early 2000s so i had like seashell necklaces and highlights in my hair and uh, probably a <laughs> did you have on? Lotion.
1: hang on did you have on an old navy or an abercrombie shirt and a pair of jesus cruisers
2: oh dude i loved abercrombie and i loved hollister so oh, I absolutely. Oh, yeah.
1: did. and you yeah. had frosted tips while you're doing this too please tell me that
2: yeah, and for a long time, and you guys probably can't relate to this because you're not insecure like I am. But uh, for a long time, I pretended like I was into like um, like football and 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 shit like that uh, to have like popular friends, you know. While I was in school, and I didn't really like let my like inner nerd out until I was like well into my twenties. So I was like fake as fuck for a really long time, and it was kill- it killed me on the inside. You know what I mean?
1: yeah well no i don't because i wasn't a loser like you were so yeah I well i really... still
2: am but yeah. uh now i'm just a nerdy loser well yeah
1: <laughs> to the normal world because uh i, I guarantee meth head ted and todd think you're a fucking giant loser
2: yeah yeah absolutely they're
1: uh, they're probably afraid of they're probably like talking shit about you when they see you they are they're probably there... have a
2: podcast where they they just talk about me
1: they probably do. They probably unroll their Marlboro reds from their shirt sleeve and lean up against their uh, nineteen, you know, seventy-five Chevy Blazer, all jacked up. And they're like, "Who's this fucking weird dude with the limp, wearing the fucking cut-off shirts <laughs> and the tattoos?"
2: But goddamn, he has a nice fucking haircut. Who is I, this? Hey, Who's- my haircut and my beard are squared away twenty-four-seven. <laughs> hey, Topher, <laughs> where, so were you rocking Friday the Thirteenth t-shirts in like seventh and eighth grade?
0: No, no, I was, I was a big wrestling fan back when but, I was younger.
1: Okay. So you, okay, let's take that back. So seven, seventh, and eighth grade for like anybody who's in their thirties, let's just say that in their thirties, maybe early forties, whatever, actually pretty much at any time up until now. So up until pretty recent within the last dozen years, maybe, um, you know, we, we got companies like horror merch and fright rags and uh, a billion other companies ebay you can get friday shirts freddy shirts michael myers all that when we were in seventh or eighth grade you couldn't fucking buy a jason shirt
0: No. anywhere not unless you went to like spencer's or something
1: yeah you might have been able to find one there during halloween but other than that and it would have been some shitty one that you wouldn't mm-hmm. have wanted to wear because it would have been like a jersey one size fits all and it would have <laughs> been it, it would have been me walking around looking like i'm wearing a schmedium, and i would have had it.
2: like the, fucking, the the box set art on it where it's some unrecognizable hockey mask. That's never been in a movie. Exactly. And he been holding
1: a chainsaw. So in, in your defense or even in mine, I mean, I couldn't have worn one if I wanted to, because they, they didn't really have them. And the internet was like barely a thing back then. So you couldn't get online and buy them. You know what I mean? So,
2: yeah, what I'm saying though, is um, I, I loved all this stuff. I just like kept it to myself. Like I watched it behind closed doors the same way that I listen to like adele (laughs) hello
1: god damn i love that oh Oh my god (laughs) that doesn't surprise me that you do that i i'm not even remotely surprised but now
2: that cat's out of the bag so i feel even better thanks guys
1: (laughs) but nowadays if you're a seventh or an eighth grader and you want to wear a fucking jason shirt you have no excuses you can wear a jason shirt every day yeah there's hundreds of them if not thousands of them out there like i just mentioned tpublic.com there's another place you can go i mean hell tofer has like fucking 20 different ones on his little page so yeah. add that to the thousands <laughs> of them that are already out there so no no mercy nowadays you get whatever you want
2: so well, it's also easier now because being a nerd is cool now right yeah like it's 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 in style you know so i mean
1: is it cool or is it just the internet made it okay
2: I think the internet made it okay, but I think also a lot of people have realized that a lot of this shit is cool. Yeah. Like uh, re- even wrestling, even wrestling, like Topher was talking about wrestling, even that has has this kind of like I was, I got into wrestling when probably in like sixth grade. I love Sting from WCW, mm-hmm. but like even wrestling now has taken on this like kind of retro kind of even it's like becoming cool to like like people are more open. You know, it's just it's a good time to be a nerd right now.
1: Oh, yeah. yeah, and with conventions, obviously, mm-hmm. and different Comic-Cons and even smaller little side uh, side conventions, if you want to call them that. But um, I think the Internet's what's basically made that okay, because like I said, you can get online, you can buy whatever the fuck you want that's Friday the 13th. I can get a goddamn bath mat, a fucking shower curtain, a coffee mug. A controller. Magnets, a-, a controller. Yeah. I can call Topher and have him make me a, a PS4 controller, you know? I mean, yeah, the-, the sky's the limit, literally. Jewelry. I mean, every it's everywhere. Uh, anything that you want, and especially with three D scanners and printers now, anything you want, Friday you can have done.
0: I mean, I, seriously. I
2: ordered a shirt for conventions that I never could have gotten just ten years ago. That says all. It says on the front is "Remember that time RoboCop shot that dude in the dick."
1: That's <laughs> yeah, I've seen that shirt. Yeah, okay, it's the best shirt ever.
2: <laughs> It just says, "Remember that time Robocop, RoboCop shot that dude in the dick." Did you cut the sleeves off of it? No, it's still got sleeves. I don't want to. I don't want to ruin it. It's special to uh, me. And I never know when a church function is going to come up. or no, that's true.
1: Now, now, and Topher, you maybe you've seen it because I did see it on T Public. I know we saw like a fucking T Public advertisement, but on uh there was a, a shirt <clears throat> and it had a ma- just a basic hockey mask on it, and it said, "Don't be a dead fuck." and I don't know if it's still on there, but if it's not, you should make one very similar so I can buy one. There's been a couple other, there's been a couple other companies out there and I can send you, I can send you some artwork. Um, I'm trying to think of the company that had one a few years back and I didn't get one ordered and they were only offered for a limited time. Um, it might've been like electric zombie or cavity colors or somebody like that. It, it was, yeah, it was, it's probably one of those two. And, uh, yeah, which uh, we'll, we'll talk about that later. So, yeah, anyways, I think the inter- Internet's definitely helped out with that. But uh, so, yeah, so basically back to the self-taught artist. I mean, is that is that pretty much you know how you would say you came about, like I mentioned with Kent?
0: Yeah, I mean, I, I did have a lot of advice from, uh, you know, a bunch of different artists. Um, but, yeah, I mean, other than that, it's just just playing with it, trying to figure it out. Who yeah, would you actually, say like, you know, took, you under your wing?
2: took you under their wing?
0: Well, I mean, it's with the hockey mask painting, it was definitely Tony. Um, I, I A lot of like just, you know, that hockey mask painting skill to him. Um, the sculpting, it, it's a lot of, it was a lot of messages back and forth with Brandon. Brandon, he, you know, was very, very open to helping, and that was very cool of him. um He's a good dude. I, yeah, yeah. I, I even I even got some help from uh Jonathan Fuller. Uh, yeah, so I mean, if Brandon was busy, I, I, I messaged Jonathan and he would help me out. But yeah, uh, those 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 guys are pretty much what I owe a lot well, of. Jonathan playing.
2: Fuller sculpted probably one of the best remake busts that's that has been produced
0: today. Oh yeah.
1: I have, hey, you know what? I have a fun Brandon Murphy story. Hmm. Kent, Kent, you were there. Send it. So, <clears throat> Horror Hound, Indianapolis. I can't remember if it was like 2016, maybe. Maybe it's 2017. I can't remember. So, I'm outside drinking beer with Brandon. And we're out in front of the hotel. It's nighttime. And I hadn't talked to Kent. I didn't. This was all news to me at the time. And we're standing there having drinks and, you know, whatever. And he's like, um he's like you know you know Kent Mullins I said yeah and he goes Kent's here and I'm like what I'm like I I didn't know he was going to be here and he's like yeah I've never met him you know you think you could introduce me I'm like yeah absolutely so I'm like on this mad fucking dash around the hotel like you know where's where's Uncle Kenton at and boom there he is there's fucking Kent walking around with a fucking backpack full of beers And we just, we see him, we see him right by the, I'm like, oh, there he is right there. So I introduce the two of them and we stand there and drink out of Kent's backpack for the next two hours.
2: I'm like the beer Santa Claus at conventions. I've got a little, my little sack of goodies and I just, I'm generous with them. Just come up and ask for one and I'll be happy to give you one. And that's to anybody listening. Yeah. If you see me with a backpack on my back, you come up and ask for one and I'll happily give you one. Yep.
1: And that's that's a true story. That was the real life introduction of Brandon Scott Murphy and Kenton Mullins. And
2: uh, and I keep in contact with him to this day. So thank you, Nathan.
1: You're welcome. I I do what I can. That's, you know, it's all I can do. So fun little story. You just never know who you're going to see. But Uh, shame on you for not calling me and telling me that you're even going to be there in the first place, because thank you to Brandon Scott Murphy. I probably would have missed you there.
2: I think I bounced out. The, I was only there for a short period, right? Was that the yeah. one where I, yeah.
1: We both yeah. were. I, I didn't even, I had left that night. So we just hung out for a couple hours out on the sidewalk with the after hours crew and then I bounced.
0: Topher, do you do a lot of conventions? No. Um, I mean, I, I do the one that comes to Pittsburgh and Monroeville, the still City Con. Um, I haven't yet bought a table. I usually just go, you know, dressed up and walk around. Um, but I am, going full-time um with a new kind of fear in january and i plan on making a whole bunch of stuff and having like an inventory so i can start going to conventions around um around my area um i i want to go to mass fest so bad
2: yeah you need to man that's like the bucket list one Mm -hmm.
0: yeah that and
2: um horror hound yeah, the Horrorhound that's another one coming up, probably around March. Mm-hmm.
0: Yep, should be. Yeah. You it's know, just, Monster it.
1: Mania that's coming up. That's a good one on the East Coast for you too. I mean, if you can ever make that one.
0: Oh yeah, I went to that um, last last year. The one where all the Jasons were there, um, and I was like, yeah, yeah I, definitely, I definitely got to hit there. I, it was, it was, it was fun, but damn it, it was so packed. I, I was just like, I don't know, I don't know if I'll be back. <laughs>
1: So you say full time. You say going full time in January. I mean, it's a daily grind for you. You're gonna be in the shop all day. That's your your gig.
0: Yeah, I uh, I have a full time job, so I'm I only work on stuff you know after dinner um, and on the weekend. So uh, I got to go ahead from the wife, and she's like, "Yep, yeah, you know, this what you want to do." And it is. Uh, I I there's so much stuff running around in my head. Uh, I want to make and. I just don't have the time and I, you know, I get so jealous all these um, mass makers and their posts about being at conventions. I'm like, I want to fucking do that so bad. Yeah. So, yeah. It's so um, scary though.
2: Yeah. I mean, a jump ship, you know, and, and depend 100% on yourself. Like I, I keep a job because I'm fucking lazy and I have to be there or they'll fire me. You know what I mean?
1: So, like, if you were if you were running your black hat studios full time, you'd be like, oh, I think I drank too much last night. I'm gonna lay on the couch and fucking beat off and play Call of Duty all day long. Yeah,
2: yeah either that or uh, oh, I yeah. think I drank too much last night. I better go ahead and drink too much right now as well.
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's exactly. the only way to fix it.
2: Yeah, and then after that, maybe I'll uh play Call of Duty and jerk off.
1: Yeah, for the entire rest of the day, like a fucking loser. Oh. Yeah. No. I do, I do the same thing because, like, for example, today, there was things that I was, was trying to accomplish, like I mentioned that fucking Pack Pakenack Lodge sign that I've been working on trying to perfect. And I'm like, oh, maybe I'll finish that today because I don't have anything to do all day. And what did I do from the minute that I fucking woke up until right now? I played Last of Us on PS4. Yeah, all you fucking never fucking
2: touched that sign.
1: I never <laughs> touched. I didn't even look at it. I yeah. haven't been in the room where it's even at. I've been on yeah. the couch like a loser drinking coffee. Well, now I'm drinking liquor, but I was drinking coffee all day playing fucking last of us, uh, online, like a, like a loser. All you would long. think
2: that with your, with your past and with my past, we would have a little bit more self-discipline.
1: You would think <laughs> so, but I, I don't, I'm a <laughs> grown ass man who's, who, you know what? At the drop of a dime, I will procrastinate the shit out of something until I have to do it. Half I, the time I won't even do it then. And yeah, and most of the time I won't even do that. I literally have, I'm shitting you not. I have <clears throat> probably, I have a handful of part two signs in the works. I have that Act Lodge. I have a bunch of Higgins Havens, a bunch of Freddie verses. I've got a, a, a whole bunch of shit that's in progress, but my, I'd rather be a loser and sit around and play video games all day. That just takes over.
2: So for what's just, the longest a sculpt that you've done has set before you touched it again?
0: Oh God. See that, that's my problem. It's like, once I start on something, I, I just, I can't just walk away. Like I, I started sculpting for something that I could like, you know take my time with but i end up you know not rushing it but the longest i, I, I say a week i went on vacation
2: wow. wow i have a jason part eight sculpt down in my in my shop right now from
0: 2015 <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's
2: yes, that is
1: awesome okay yeah
0: see i get started on something I, i'm i'm excited to see it finished so like i just keep working on it until it's done I have,
1: what month did you start on that in 2015? Cause I might have you beat because I have a project that I hear that I started in May of 2015 and it's still not done.
2: Uh, probably like, uh, it was like Aprilish. It was a couple months after I got out of the Marine Corps. So yeah, it's probably like April, uh, okay.
1: April, May-ish. am I I'm thinking I started this in May. If it wasn't May, it was in April. I, I just, I can't remember exactly which. So I have one that's right there with you. So I know that feeling.
2: And every, at least once a week, I'll take a swig of beer and look over and he'll be staring at me and I'll be like, I'm going to get back to you tomorrow. Yep. We'll talk that <laughs> no, they never comes.
1: And then you drank too much and you got up the next day and you may, and, and you just started drinking too much
0: again.
2: Yeah. So, yeah. So it happens. I was just wondering yeah. if you had that issue too, Topher.
0: No, uh, no, I wish I did. <laughs>
2: So uh if you had to pick a Friday the thirteenth movie uh, out of the entire franchise, you only get one. You're on a deserted island, which one's is it gonna be?
0: To watch forever. Forever. You oh, better yeah, think pardon.
1: about this. You better think about this real good, or we're gonna have put you in front of the firing squad.
0: Oh, that's part three. Okay. Okay, that's, that's fair enough.
1: Yeah. All right. We know we know we know where you're standing then. Okay. So that's how we kind of rank people.
2: You know,
0: we, we well, if, judge. I, if, if I would have said judge I would have said part seven, eight, or nine.
2: Well, for me it's probably Jason X, but I mean yeah. <laughs> yeah,
0: I like that movie. I don't I don't care.
1: I mean, <laughs> we're assholes like that. We we would judge you.
0: We would. <laughs> it's got some good kills. It does have some good kills. It does. I, I can't stand goes to hell though. I, I don't care. Well it's not even really a Friday the 13th movie. It's not, yeah. I know how you feel about vengeance. <laughs> I don't hate vengeance.
1: <laughs> I haven't said my opinion about it yet, so we're just going to leave it at that. Stay I, tuned.
0: Yeah. Okay.
1: <laughs> I don't yeah, want to harp on it. <laughs> well, you know, here, here's the thing: is Kent and I recently have started to add to the uh, the episode list of what's wrong with insert particular Friday so what's wrong with Jason X what's wrong with you get the idea right so I have you know I love the fucking franchise I love it but I hate a lot of things about it it's a love hate relationship right I mean when you mm-hmm. agree with that yeah so we're we're gonna do that we spend so much time talking about all the things that we love about it and we don't really ever vent you know vent and talk about what drives us crazy or whatever so we started doing that and I know everybody's put. everybody's time and effort into fan films i get that and and that's to be respected but why should they be exempt of honest opinions because oh well we don't want to hurt your feelings or we don't want this well i wasn't thinking that when i when i wasn't thinking about todd farmer's feelings when i shit all over
2: fucking jason x yeah but there's a difference in shitting on a on a like a 10 million dollar movie where they have you know uh like unlimited supplies times resources and and it's their job and shitting on a movie that has a minuscule budget with people that have normal jobs not professional actors and and you know working within very limited uh everything else so to me it kind of feels like with fan films i mean i'll talk about them but i don't i don't walk away feeling good about talking about talking shit about them you know like I. I'm just not going to say anything at all with fan films if I don't like it. So uh, I respect the work that they, that they put into it and everything. And, and, uh, and I just, you know, walk away and leave it at that.
0: I I feel the same way, but my problem with Vengeance, and I I think I I may have said it in my review, but it's just the hype and like, there was a lot of trash talking towards Never Hike Alone, you know, and, and that's why I'm like, if if it would have just been like, hey, we're doing this really good fan film, blah, blah, blah. Here it is. And I watched it, I would have been like, yeah, that was not bad. It's just, it, with all the, the hype, you know, it's more than a fan film. And it's oh, like. Right there. You, know,
1: you just said it right there.
0: Right. And, and that's,
1: like, we'll leave it at that for right now. Because that's something that we'll decide whether we want to talk about later. Uh, is you just said it right there. When you label something more than a fan film, you better expect that people are probably going to voice their opinions. So, and they're going to voice their opinions, whether you want to hear it or not. And, uh, we'll just leave it at that. You know, for right now, I was just simply saying, I know how you felt about it and I can, I can relate to, to all opinions. So, uh, but no, Friday the 13th part three, if you could pick one and you, you pick that one, absolutely three and six are my favorites. So I'm, I'm right there with you on, on three. Um, but let's, uh, let's back up a little bit before we get to the, uh, the good, good stuff coming up here in the near future, and that's uh, Joe Gallo. So obviously you two are, are a package deal, so are you like Craig and Day-Day from Friday, or kind of how did we get the package deal, uh, quote-unquote?
2: Uh, which one's Craig?
1: <laughs> well, I, I'm going to have to say Joe is Day-Day. I'm gonna to have to
2: give him the Day Day uh, title. <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah, definitely.
1: Because he said he was a chronic masturbator, just like you are. So I'm gonna say he's probably Day Day.
2: We really bonded, you know. We really found like common ground, me and Joe.
1: Yeah, and Topher said that. And Topher said that he wears, you know, fat boy size and clothes, so that sounds more like the Craig character. You see, yeah, what I mean? me
2: and Topher are gonna to bond too?
1: There you go. Yeah. There you go. Oh so, yeah. Yeah, so what? Uh, obviously, I, I know what the connection is, but uh, I'll let you go ahead and kind of give the rundown on the dead white and your connection with Gallo goes to hell.
0: Uh, I mean, it all started like we used to. Um, I used to play Friday Thirteenth game with him, um, and then I started following him with his cosplay, and I'm like, dude, why? Jason doesn't have hair (laughs) cause he just went out there with a, you know, with a hockey mask. And I got to a certain point where I was like, dude, I'm making you a, like once I, once I made that part three, I was like, I'm just gonna make you a hood, wear it, make your pictures so much better. So I ended up, he wanted a, like a dead flesh color of the part three. Um, So he's like, yeah, I have this idea you know call it dead white so um i painted it for him you know and he started wearing it i was like yeah that looks really cool and then uh he came up with an idea for you know because part four is his favorite obviously and um i was just like man he was bugging the shit out of me please please make it your next sculpt and i was like i i don't want to tackle that part four is it's a it's a finicky. <laughs> There's a lot of detail in that, and I'm not ready for that yet. So after I made my ghost, uh, my ghost Jason uh, latex mask, um, there were masks being made, and there were disagreements, and I was just like, you know, I think it's time. So me and him sat down and or talked and worked out the details, and eventually brought it to life. He is a very picky individual. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't think it was ever going to be done.
1: <laughs> well, it's better to but, be picky while it's being sculpted, right? Because after it's too late.
0: Oh yeah. Very true. That's, that, that's one of, that's another key piece of advice that, uh, Brandon gave me fix it while it's still clay. Cause once it's stone, it's forever, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, um, I, I'm, I I was happy with my first sculpt and then the ghost, I was even more proud about um, with it being like technically the first full face latex ghost Jason. Uh, I, I tried to make it match the CFX hood, but with the added prosthetic on there, um, but dead white, I am, that one's my 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 crowning achievement so far. I, just the the way it looks, you know, like Ted White, like a like a zombie t- Ted White. Yeah, uh, very, it, really very it really does. It
1: really does. He did did a nice job on that. And Joe had mentioned that the, his costume is going to get some um, some revamping, if you will, in the near future.
0: Oh yeah, I have a couple pieces to add to that.
1: Going to be yeah
0: yeah. yeah he was talking he... about adding like
2: the machete wounds from Tommy.
1: Oh, yeah. That's the yeah, that's, that's what it was. I was trying to think of what the hell, yeah, the the, the, the main thing was. And, yeah, the machete uh, slashes.
0: Yeah, I haven't seen that yet, so that's going to be pretty cool. Yeah,
1: I'm looking forward to seeing kind of the finished out, you know, uh, finished uh final look if you will of that costume which i'm I'm sure it will continue if he keeps wearing it it'll evolve like everybody else's costumes do over the years but yeah we're a fan of his photography and stuff we actually have some stuff in the works with joe in the very very near future and our show shirts joe's uh gonna get sent uh, a handful of those and some of his models they're going to take some pictures. We're going to use them for you know show promotion and stuff. So be on yes. the lookout for that, uh, for the Camp Blood Radio shirts. The uh, revamped design is actually ready, which really isn't much different than the the current one. If you go to slasher-tees.com and look that up or go to the show Facebook page to the pin post, it's just some wording is different. And uh, other than that, the mask is the same and stuff. So he's going to have some of his models. They're going to take a whole bunch of different types of shots and, uh, actually just talked to him about that, um, yesterday. So trying to figure out kind of what's going to go on with that in the very near future, but it's going to be very, very soon. So be on the lookout for that also. Uh, but yeah, so that's, that's, that's it. You know, you guys kind of hooked up over the game and then one thing led to another. Yep. And you know, I'm Hey, the fr- them now, yep. <laughs> now you're stuck with him. He said, you guys are like, uh, you know, um, a package deal, I, I guess, is what he told me. So, yeah, I said that's that's cool. If he wants to be on, uh, I had him on the list anyway. But one of the reasons of getting you on now is what we've been waiting to talk about, and that is the Never Hike Alone Indiegogo campaign uh, for Never Hike in the Snow, offering uh, NHA hockey masks and obviously jason rising masks i know you're working on those and you got some stuff to talk about with that so let's just get right into the indiegogo masks and just uh how all that came about
0: um well i mean basically uh while back then uh messaged me he was like hey you know would you would you want to paint the replicas for a new new campaign and i was just like are you kidding me? <laughs> uh, I know Brandon's like you know a lot of new things in the works, and really just didn't have time for it. I was just like, hell oh, yeah! I'd be be honored to do that. Um, uh, so yeah, Brandon's going to be making the masks, uh, the blanks from the uh, screen use mold, and sending them to me to paint and finish. So uh, it's going to be awesome.
1: Yeah, so Brandon's doing the polls. They go to you. They get paint. Then they go to the backers. And obviously, you've already had some experience in recreating that mask because you've done a number of them already yourself. So,
0: yeah, I uh, you know ever since horror design got got a pretty good blank going, I've been been pumping them out. Um, I I consider them practice. Uh, I uh, redid, repainted a official hawk off the mold uh, the other day uh, I, there's a little tweaks but um yeah my my, my replicas are going to be a slight change to like the previous one that brandon were doing I'm mm. i'm shooting more for like that ambulance kind of scene um where it's more of like a aged bone color look yeah so yeah
1: I don't the think you can go wrong with any of the if, with any of the uh, the looks, if you will. They all the mask is <clears throat> the mask looks great in pretty much all lighting. So anything that you chose to try to replicate, I think you can't go wrong with.
0: Yeah, I mean, the, a couple of my the ones I was painting um, up until this point, you know, were you know just heavy weathering around the eyes and the edges and stuff. But like once I met Vinny in Blairstown and held the actual screen mask in my hand, I was just like, wow, it's a lot different than the way I've been painting them. <laughs> so I'm like, yeah, I want to try to try to replicate that uh, actual mask, you know?
1: Yeah. Yeah. We, Kent and I, we seen the screen used mask a couple uh, years ago mm-hmm. around Indianapolis Vince was there with Andrew lady and he was walking around with the mask. And I, I had met Vince before it wasn't our first time, but um, I had not held the the screen used in my hand until that, Um, until that night so yeah I mean I from what I've seen so far I think you've been doing a good job with it and I really think you've been doing an awesome job with the Jason Rising mask which that leads to other big news so uh, you're obviously doing the paint-ups for the Never Hike Alone slash Never Hike in the Snow Indiegogo purchases on those masks and doing those paint-ups in general and I'll let you go ahead and talk about the Jason Rising mask
0: so yeah, um, me and James Sweet were talking. I showed him the the rising replica that I just finished this uh, last night. And he was just like, man, he's like, do you want to take over and finish out the rest of the part uh, replicas? And I was just like, let me see if I have the time. Let me message Vinny. <laughs> and Ben's like, yeah, uh, go ahead, um, make it happen. So I was like, I'm in, so I will be Painting, finishing the rest of the already-backed replicas for Jason Rising.
1: Yeah. And by the time this airs, I'm sure that will already have been announced anyway. So, um, but yeah, I, I think that's awesome. I Ken, did you see the post that he made? I think it was today with uh, the detailed pictures of the Jason Rising mask.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I seen it just a minute ago.
1: Yeah. I seen that this morning. I was like, damn. Like. That almost makes me want a Jason Rising mask now. So oh, I don't, it's,
0: it's it's fun mask to make.
1: Yeah, I I like their mask because I like that three four look. Yeah, it looks cool. Mm-hmm. It looks really yeah, cool. It, it does. They they did a nice job with that. And I don't own an NHA replica yet. Anyway, probably will grab one at some point in time. But that Jason Rising mask was the first. You know, when I seen the trailer, I'm like, damn, they definitely got that three four look down i mean that's obviously what they're going for and i've seen a couple other people try to tackle them but like kent said you obviously uh might not have been in the game as long as some of these artists have but your natural talent definitely shows i think you've done a great job with both of them
2: i kind of wish that they would have completely like gotten rid of the the chevron uh but i understand that if they did that it probably would have started looking a little, like well maybe not too much but a little bit like the ghost jason but well, uh, i mean
0: it's it's the 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 bottoms are... Pretty much worn away, um, but the oh, top. Don't is... get me wrong,
2: I fucking love this mask. I think it looks great.
0: Yeah, the top is it's 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 hardly there.
1: <laughs> Here's yeah. the one thing with the Jason Rising mask: that, as soon as I saw it, the one thing that I felt needed to be altered immediately, and it's it's a very minor thing, but I think it would add a lot to the mask, and that's <clears throat> the the chrome snaps to me need more like rusting or aging on them and i think that would be a great highlight like if i were like when I, when i think about what that mask would look like i i would expect it would you know there to be more grunge on that aspect does that make sense
0: it does yeah i i i put i do some scratch i do some rust to mine um i it needs to be more but it's just it's really hard to get it completely covered i need to work yeah, on that I've never aspect i've
2: that before it's real, it's just so shiny uh, that's
1: the the same with like if you look at the part you know the three four mask you would expect those snaps to have more weathering on them but the jason rising one being a grungier look in general you would just think would have more weathering on the the snaps
2: yeah overall though that like i love the black goo coming out of the axe wound i do too Uh, it's fucking it looks it looks sick
1: so are you getting blanks are those blanks since there's not a lot of information as of
2: that as of today while we're
1: recording this um are you going to be doing production mold um blanks painting the actual screen used mold
0: um i i don't know if i'm i don't know if it's been mentioned or not but i
1: I haven't even talked to james sweet yet i plan to have him on at some point in the near future but i don't even know who made that mask or who did the mold for it or just anything i don't know anything about it
0: so well i mean it's it's coming from Tony. Tony Jarvis. He, they're the they're the Ballard. The uh, part four um, masks. So he's supplying all the blanks and the uh, straps. So.
1: But did he create the mask that you see in the trailer? Do you know who created that one?
0: Oh, that was James. Yeah, he made them. The, well, James
1: the, made it himself. Oh yeah.
0: yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's like why I, said, he, I haven't. That's why he was painting the replicas
1: oh okay gotcha yeah see i since this was this was all news i had no idea and i like i said i haven't talked to james i don't recall anything really being posted about who created the mask or anything like that so uh yeah i was just curious so james had been painting them and of course looking at yours that will save him a bunch of time if he lets you paint them. so i kind of see how that how that went down
0: oh yeah yeah um i i've i've been talking to him for a while um and i was i was curious like whenever that first trailer i was like oh i want to paint one of those and he he was gracious gave me all kind of good like reference pictures and i painted a couple and he was just like man those are spot on and i felt i felt bad i was like do you want me to you know not sell these because i feel like i'm taking you know profit from the campaign and he's like "No, you're fine so um i just you know been painting them every now and then uh but yeah as soon as he was like yeah do you want to do it i'm like "Hell oh, yeah i want to do it <laughs> yeah. you know, free him up i mean they're still they're still in production so right whatever whatever helps you know
1: well next time you talk to james you tell him i'm going to be hitting him up very soon or have him hit me up and we'll figure something out to get him on i know he's busy and stuff but he's once again he's he's another one on the list and uh that's i've said before jason rising as soon as i seen that trailer I'm like, yep, this is going to be the most uh, anticipated fan film for me. <clears throat> this was yeah. obviously before uh, the Never Hike Alone saga was announced, but just this next wave, if you will, that one to me was is the one that I'm most excited for.
0: Oh yeah, he looks so terrifying.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's classic three four look, and I like the the grunge about it. And I think Kent was pretty much on the same page as what I was with it too.
2: Yeah, I like. Uh... <clears throat> I love the grungier Jasons. Uh that's a that's one of the reasons I loved the Never Hock Alone Ghost Jason so much, just because it's maybe not so much the hockey mask is grungy, but the the, the like the lack of color in it. It almost looks like a black and white Jason, even mm-hmm. though it's in a color world and I and I love that.
1: Yeah. And I think Topher, I think you're right too. I was just thinking back what you said about your ghost Jason um Version and having it be with the full face appliance and that, and I, I don't. I'm trying to think if anybody has even recreated that since. then I know, I think you were the first one to do the, the whole thing like that. But I'm trying to think if anybody else
0: has. Yeah, there, uh, there, there is. Um, Marcio with uh, horror costumes. He he recently made made a version that it, it, he went. He took it past and like put a whole bunch of liberties into it. And I mean, it, it looks good. Um, I just, I like to try to keep mine, you know, close to, you know, the the way it was in the movie.
1: Yeah. Uh, yeah. I do remember seeing that and I don't follow much of his work. He's not somebody I've ever had any contact with. I've seen a little bit of his stuff here and there, but I haven't, I've never had any contact with him, but I do recall that now that you say, and I do. Yeah. I, I like your version better, but to each their own. I mean, there's always, it's always nice to see different takes on it. And he, he seems to do some decent work too. I've seen a few things that he's cranked out and he's definitely got some talent too. I mean, there's a, there's a lot of talented people out there and um, with all the the fan films and stuff, I mean, it's just adding, it's adding to the sculptures out there. It's adding to the hoods, it's adding to the hockey masks and it's nice to see other people's take on stuff.
0: Oh yeah. I've been following him before I started sculpting and uh, his part three that he was working on at the time was kind of what, you know, inspired me to try my take on it
1: yeah well you know the drunk uncle here with with him being handy capable and having more free time instead of beating off all
2: day and playing call of duty maybe you could be sculpting some shit i don't know man the beating off that takes a lot of my time Uh, (laughs) i'm a very single single tracked minded person so let's 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 just pump the brakes and let me focus on what's important right now i got you i got you but
1: you know you could you could uh you could get some beers in you and you could just get this wild hair up your ass and maybe finish that project from 2015. I mean, that would yeah, just be I'm
2: a big Yeah, I'm going to get on it tomorrow. <laughs> <Yeah>.
1: <laughs> and then when you get up after you have coffee, you'll be like, eh, sorry, bud, I'm going to
2: play Call of Duty. I'm actually in the process right now of, uh, I do a lot of Slipknot stuff, even though I can't name a single song they've ever played. Uh, but I kind of, you'd,
1: Oh, hang on.
2: I got to interrupt. A few, years back, a few years back, I kind of got dragged into the Slipknot community by a good friend of mine, and I've been sculpting Slipknot stuff for a few years now. I know can so I re- much about those masks, but I don't know any song that they've ever done.
1: Well, okay, can I repeat the text <laughs> message between you and I from um, just a couple days ago?
2: No, because uh, <laughs> because a lot of people from the Slipknot community follow me, and, and I, don't, I don't want them to i don't want them to think that i know that i think badly like
1: (laughs) i'll tell you this this fucking text message is hilarious
2: (laughs) i don't think any of
1: those people are probably listeners though i'm just gonna say that
2: i just see a lot of really because i'm in i'm a member of all those groups and stuff because i have to like follow the news on the masks because i know i'm gonna end up sculpting them and i just see a lot of cringy behavior from those people and uh, but I mean, you see cringy behavior from the fucking Myers fans and Friday Thirteenth. Everybody, there's there's those people. But it's just especially cringy with some of these guys. But uh, and this is from a chronic masturbator. But <laughs> uh, <laughs> I, I don't know, man. It's just not my cup of tea. The music isn't my cup of tea, and I'm not judging you if it is. Uh, uh, you know
1: what? Here's what I'll say. I went. I, I've seen them in concert a couple times, like what over 20 years ago when their first album came out, and. Meh, you know there all right a couple decent songs not really a, a big fan but so anyways I I text Kent a couple days ago a link to Corey Taylor has an 80s horror documentary coming out and it's uh if anybody wants the link to it it's 80 horror dot um you can find it there so and if you watch the trailer it's a few minutes long and it's it's pretty cool I mean Kane Hodder's in it all the '80s, you know, slasher icons. There in it, there's. A, I guarantee it's going to be a good watch. I'm sure that it will be. It's, it's like 258 minutes long, something like that. But, anyways, the, it's fucking sixty dollars for the Blu-ray. Yeah. So I, you know, I, we I won't repeat what the <laughs> what these text messages say, <laughs> but it was it was just some um some disdain, obviously um for the price, which I get that it's. So-called special edition, which I'm why I won't even you know what I'll just be like everybody else
2: and watch it on a fucking fire Firestick and not pay the sixty dollars. I'll be one of those assholes. How about but that? But you know what, man, that community has been that community has been really good to me. They've, they've been really receiving of they've been very grateful for all the work for the masks that I've done for them. And it's one guy in particular, a good buddy of mine, Smiley uh, Cemental in California. He commissions me to do all his sculpts, and he focuses mainly, well, one hundred percent on Slipknot. And uh, I just do all his sculpts for him. And then he paints them and does all that stuff. And he'll hit me up.
1: You've done all the current Slipknot masks. Is
2: that right? No, 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 no. I I don't know how many I've done at this point. I've done a bunch of them, but I don't know, like, I don't know, like, what album they're from or or even who's wearing them half the time. I just get, like, 10 million reference photos uh, from Smiley and a bunch of the other guys in the Slipknot community. And then I sculpt off of that. And then I send it out. And I don't ever think about it again.
1: You know what that Um, reminds me of? What? I'll tell you what. It reminds me of the Friday the 13th actors in the 80s that didn't give a shit about Friday the 13th. They just took it as a job.
2: Well, yeah, but I care. Like, I I want it to be good. You know, I like.
1: Well, they wanted it to be good, too, but they didn't give a shit about Friday the 13th.
2: Yeah, that's true. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like Kevin Bacon. Kevin Bacon doesn't even acknowledge that the series exists now. (laughs) Kevin Bacon probably doesn't even realize, doesn't even remember what Friday the 13th is. He probably doesn't even remember that he was an RIPD. Probably not. And that was like seven years ago, but yeah, I mean, I just uh, like I, I want it to be good. I want to give them the best thing that I can. Uh, at the end of the day, I just don't like care about the music that's coming from the mask. Like, <laughs> yep. I'm not no, a fan
1: I either. I got you.
2: Um, I'm more of a country music. I like hip hop and I like uh, bluegrass music and and a little bit of like Metallica, Guns N' Roses, and ACDC and all that stuff. I, basically, I like everything but scream like heavy metal kind of rock and roll stuff.
0: Adele. I like, I like, I like mushroom head better. Yeah.
2: Yeah. And Adele, definitely <laughs> Adele. Yeah.
0: You look,
1: I mean, if I seen you walking on the street, I would immediately think the Jonas brothers or, or a Bieber fan.
2: Yeah. And that would be accurate. Uh, <laughs> I can name off some good Bieber songs. I'm just not that angry of a person. Like that music is so angry and mad. And I'm just not, I'm if you cut me open, Uh, like rainbows and 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 ponies would jump out of my stomach like i'm i don't have that inside me so Wow.
1: i hope i'm so when you got your tendon you got your little accident that caused you to be handy capable just a bunch of glitter and rainbows
0: came squirting out all over the yeah it was
2: uh it looked like it looked like a fucking gay club in the emergency room that night it was it was out of control.
0: Well, that that explains why you
2: masturbate so much. Then, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just trying to get that out of me, man. How
1: do you know what the inside of a gay
2: club looks like? How <laughs> do I not know what the inside of what?
1: Of so a gay club looks like. You okay, said it looks well, like the inside well,
2: of a gay you club. Want to do story, Tom. We'll Clarification. Do story Clarification. Uh, and this is a true story. I'm not even kidding. Uh, my first, my my ex-wife was a Marine, and I was in the Marine Corps, and she had because the Marine Corps tends to draw in a lot of uh, lesbians. Um. All of her, most of her friends were lesbians, and you know we were married at the time. So there was a a gay club called Ibiza's in in uh, Wilmington, North Carolina, and I was married. She was married. We were going out with her friends, so we would just go to the go- gay club with her. So I've spent a lot of time in gay clubs, and I'll tell you what, they're a fucking blast. They're a lot of <laughs> fun. <laughs> if you angle your ass just right, dudes buy you drinks, and it's fucking awesome. So, oh man. <laughs> and, and I would take my one of my Marine buddies. Uh, he's still in, he's like a big high ranking important dude now, but we would go down there and, uh, we would only pay one cover charge because if couples got in on on one charge, so we would tell them we were a couple, we would get them for $5 instead of 10. And then we would get free drinks half the night (laughs) I've ever had,
1: man. So was it like american wedding did you have a dance off in there
2: uh yeah that happens i'm not a dancer but i will tell you this about gay clubs if you ever choose to go to one um don't go into the fucking bathroom for the love of god don't you will you will see things that will haunt you until your dying days (laughs) stay out of the bathroom a gay club piss in the alley oh but uh yeah they're a lot of fun man they got drag shows and and uh and uh one of the one of my straight buddies that I took down there also from the marine corps ended up making out making out with a, a transvestite that he thought was a woman and uh it was just, we all just had a good silly time it was just a lot of fun just making oh, out with
0: dudes and making and all
2: out dudes. yeah that doesn't <laughs> doesn't sound like a
1: whole lot of fun it doesn't really sound like, like it would be much fun
2: no, was, being, was, we were just being silly
1: yeah well i mean it i guess if you know your drunk friend probably didn't realize it you know what he was doing so therefore it would be funny for those that were not him
2: part of that story dude is is like he passed out that night thinking it was a chick and then we woke up in the morning (laughs) we were like uh he wouldn't care his name was o'brien we were like o'brien you fucking made out with a dude last night that was a dude he had huge hands and an adam's apple she just had a wig on like how did you not even know and he was like did i really and we were like, yeah, and he was like, I was really drunk, man. That was a fun night.
1: Wow. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. I'll, yeah, I may or may not have a couple stories, but we don't have enough time for that. We don't have any, any time for that. So, yeah, you know, sorry,
2: uh, sorry, I hijacked the podcast there for just a
1: minute. Yeah, I mean, I, I might, might, maybe I'll tell that one on the next episode. I mean, maybe, maybe I will. I mean, do you got any? You been you got any gay club, any gay bar stories you want to tell? I mean, while we're at it.
0: I've been to a few, but nothing spectacular to talk about.
1: <laughs> you know what? Here's here's what I will say about that: is <clears throat> contrary to popular belief, there. Here's and this is this is going back quite a while. I mean, like ten plus years, if you want to call that quite a while. When straight guys like would be like, "Nope, I'm not fun going in the gay bar. I, I ain't doing that," and then girls would go in there. And they'd they'd go in groups and dance with their friends and shit like that because they knew that the creepy guys like Kent who were staring at him heavy breathing from the corner. What
2: do they know? Would... We're still there. We're still there.
1: <laughs> yeah, but but what? I, yeah, well, you were. But what I'm saying is the norm, the normal policy of that would be those types of guys wouldn't be in there trying to pick up girls. You see what yeah. I mean? So they yeah. could go in in groups and they could dance and drink and not be fucked with by the the douchebags wearing the seashell necklaces and the Abercrombie shirts with their with their uh, frosted tips. So they could do whatever they want, not be trying to be picked up on, and blah blah blah. But then all of a sudden, you know, what happens when they get all drunked up? They get all drunk, uncled up, and then some straight guys happen to walk in. And I'm just gonna tell you this: it's like shooting fish in a barrel, buddy. That's what I'm gonna tell you. It's like shooting fish in a, it's like fishing in an aquarium. So, yeah, that that would be there might be a story in there, maybe a couple of stories, but
2: go no, for of it. Since, I only, I've him, since I've been to him and Nathan's been to him and Topher has been to him, we need to do a separate podcast where that's just what we talk about as gay club bar experiences.
0: Oh I only God. went like once or twice, and both were with a girlfriend. So, like, I I have no experience like worth talking about. It was just like any other bar. I mean, the show was pretty, uh, you know, pretty good. They they really, you know,
2: they really put it out there.
0: They do, yeah.
2: I'm just talking
1: like a, a random night. Like there's none of that going on. It's just people drinking and music playing and stuff. And let's say you're walking by. Hypothetically, you might be walking by and you've got a group of people with you and, and a, several of them are like, uh, girls are like, oh, let's go in this bar. And you're like, God damn it. I don't want to fucking go in there. But you do. And then once you walk in the door, it's like fishing in an aquarium. And you're like, God damn, this is the why. Why don't I do this every day or every weekend? You know yeah. what I mean?
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm I, fuck I, the other
1: bars downtown. I'm going into this one. This is this
2: is too easy. But I was married at the time, so I was just there to, you know, drink and and have fun. And I did a lot of both of those things because uh, they're a blast.
1: Yeah, yeah. I didn't I didn't participate or see any of that. It was just some times where, like I said, hypothetically, might have been walking by and walked in the door, and then was like, oh my god, this is ridiculous. Like this is too easy. This is too easy. There's no competition in here. <laughs> so and you know oh, what man some and, of the chicks in there were scary well i mean yeah but i'm I'm just telling you that that in a hypothetical situation many years ago that, that nowadays it's probably not like that nowadays probably every nor you know just regular people come in and out just like if they're bar hopping or whatever so yeah so nowadays
2: every other person you bump into at a gay bar is probably straight
1: well yeah I mean, we,
2: we could because, we could do a whole episode on that because you don't know what they identify as. Well, when we know. were going into them, what I'm saying is when we were going into them, it was more taboo. You know, it's like everybody's a lot more cool with it now. Like when we were going into them, it, people were still like crazy homophobic and shit. So, yeah. like, uh, but yeah, man, it was, let's get back to the Friday 13th. Let's, let's just talk about. <laughs> <laughs> hey, oh, for you we're, know, we like
1: I like to talk shit. It is what it is. So just, just got to bear with it sometimes. So, I mean, unless you have a good story that you would like to interject with or, um, you know, throw in there. We, we, yep. We'll just move right on. So uh, yeah. So never hike alone. Um, indigo goes going for never hike in the snow and that's going to continue on. So um, jump it right is. on that, you know, help support the, what, what I call the never hike alone saga, grab a mask, um, obviously this isn't the only time they're ever going to be, um, offered. I mean, there's, there's always going to be other people painting them, but if you want one that's officially tied to the campaign, now is your chance to do so. And I'd have to look at the campaign. What's the number on the current run or is there even a cap
0: on it? Oh, we put it no limit. That's what just I thought in, that it's no just limit. until the, uh, until the campaign's over. But I mean, this is a good chance for you to get one.
1: <laughs> Absolutely it is
0: but yeah like like you said there there's a lot of people out there making them but this is the only place that you're going to get in a screen used mask yeah like that, a screen that's used the from the mold yeah because i mean uh, the replicas out there are really good they're just they're not you know made from the same mold as the screen used so
1: right and that is a big thing with collectors. So definitely jump on that. And Jason Rising, we don't have a release date yet, but there's still great perks there. Uh, if you haven't seen Topher's um, Jason Rising, go to his Facebook page and check it out. And uh, anything besides that, that, you'd like to give a shout to, or maybe give a preview to anything coming up in the future. I know you said this is going to be your full-time gig coming up and a couple months, two, three months now. So anything you want to give a, a heads up on uh,
0: as of now? Um, not really. I mean, it's once, once, uh, I mean, I'm going to be pretty busy with the, with the replica hawk. So like once oh, that's yeah. done, once that's done, uh, it's, it's all timed out pretty, pretty nicely too. So once I go full time is whenever I start doing, you know, the ghost hawks. So once that's done, you know, I'm gonna start sculpting all kind of new stuff, new masks. Um there's a lot of like half mass latex stuff that I wanna get into. I I kinda wanna get away from the full head shoulder latex mask. Those molds are so heavy. Yeah, <laughs> they are. So uh, there's a lot of cool half mask stuff that, you know, I, I really am a fan of um Jason, the guy that does uh mushroom heads mask. Uh I love that that whole look. Um so I want to not copy but do something, you know, similar inspired by him, But Friday related. So what, yeah, what yeah, would yeah. be the
1: first Friday related project after the fan film master or, or basically the wave is over.
0: well, actually I have Joe's <laughs> fucking Joe Gallo. Um he's been pastoring me to do um a pam head uh, like a specific style of pam uh yeah. decapitated head so i think i'm going to give in and and do that that should uh that should be pretty good
1: awesome definitely we'll look forward to that uh drunk uncle kenton you got anything for him
2: no man it was uh, a lot of fun having you on had a lot of fun talking to you Topher.
0: i appreciate being on man
1: so for any of the listeners that want to reach out, have any questions, they want to buy something, they want to talk shit, et cetera, et cetera, go ahead and throw out your contact information, social media handles, uh, however you uh, want to be contacted.
0: Um, Any um, new kind of fear.com is my website. I shut off well, I, I I hid the pages to buy stuff because... I got six Ghost Jason latex masks I have to do right now before I start on the Ghost, or the uh, Jason Rising. But uh, yeah, that's my website. New Kind of Fear, um, Facebook. A new kind of, uh, ANKF Customs I think is my Instagram. But uh, yeah, about to hit 5,000 followers on Instagram, so that's pretty exciting. I just need to, I might do a uh, some sort of giveaway to try to get my number on Facebook, the likes to match Cause I'm at like two, like 2,500 on Facebook. So we will see. I also have a Twitter. I can't remember. I think it's A and KF customs too.
1: Gotcha. Well, if you do decide to give a, uh, do a giveaway, we can definitely help out helping uh, spread the word with that. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, Hey, I, I appreciate your time. I'm looking forward to, um, you know, seeing how the campaign turns out, seeing kind of what some of the numbers are. I know they're going to be up there and seeing some finished products on all these, like I said, uh, the talent's definitely there and, uh, looking forward to seeing what you do in the future. And we'll definitely have you on for a follow-up episode down the road.
0: Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Just everyone go donate. We need to get this made. Cause I, uh, I, I bought the associate one of the associate producer perks, so I'm looking forward to visiting that set. Man, that's going to be sweet.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah, definitely. I've I seen that, too. I meant to throw a plug to that also. There's still uh, producer credits out there for Never Hiking the Snow. There's a lot of good shit on there, so definitely go to the Indiegogo and check that out. And also, when you're there, definitely take some pictures. We'd love to see them.
0: I will. I will. Yeah. don't, don't forget to mention that uh, Jason rising still, the campaign's still going too. Um, now that I'm going to be doing the Hawks there, there's a couple perks where you can still get a Hawk from them.
1: Yep. Uh, I was actually going to throw that in there too, that um, I'm not sure what the end date is on it. Uh, if, if anybody can look that up real quick. Uh, I know there's still a little bit of time, um, but they got some great perks, a lot of good merch going on with that. Some posters, pens, and yeah, uh, pretty much the same as all that everybody else is doing but we're definitely looking forward to jason rising like i said you've pretty much nailed like if james told you you nailed it as soon as i seen it i thought you nailed the hockey mask on that one too so um can, can you get a link on that see what the the time left is on there indiegogo it
0: doesn't have a time
1: oh okay all right we'll just get on it because um it's not going to run forever so hopefully we'll get a re- release date on that soon but, uh, like I said, uh, we'll have you on a follow-up episode, and uh, we appreciate your time, and thanks for joining us. Thank you. All right, that wraps up another episode of Camp Blood Radio, so please rate and review wherever you listen to the show at. Also, check us out on Facebook, and please leave us a review there. We would definitely appreciate it, and if you have any suggestions, feel free to drop us a
2: line, unless... You're fucking Mark Tefner, You keep your mouth shut, bitch.